This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Through a series of flashbacks and flash-forwards by brave narrators on other shows, I've been liberated from my captors, for now. I'm coming to you from a secret location, a sort of safe house for elocutionists on the lam. And yes, there are more of us than you might think. In fact, this is one of a dozen safe houses and uh, never mind. I can tell you, the galaxy is in grave danger, and from what I've managed to gather, our hopes for survival rest entirely on, you guessed it, the Oz-9. Don't give up hope just yet. I've overheard mentions of something called the rhomboid of power. No clue what that is and if it's leaning towards good or evil, but at least it's something to think about besides the fact that our survival or our destruction is entirely in the hands of these people. Oh, this one's nice. Aloe, lemon, watercress, and pumpkin spice. Aloe gives me hives. Ugh, same. Every time he says it. Every time who says what? Whom. Nope. And what are you talking about? Freeze. Every time he says aloe, I start to itch. That wasn't what Leet meant. Yes, it was. Uh, Avocado yogurt. Avocado yogurt. Try to get their attention. Give me the juniper berry one. You're going to drop it or spill it, and then I'll have to go up to level 94 to get more. There's no 94. I'm sure there is, Leet. Or there would be a big hole in the ship, like a slice taken out. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And yet she believes it. Ah, I do miss the albatross. Oh, you don't have to. Unless I'm intending to throw myself out an airlock and find her in the eternal emptiness of space. I think I do. She's on the ship. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? The albatross is still alive? Was she ever? Oh, what happens now, Romeo? Albatross or Donna slash Glenda? Oh, I know who I pick. Ooh, who? Donna! She's gorgeous! Nah, go with the albatross. 
She's already been through a minor zombie apocalypse and not a scratch on her. Fair point, but still. As much as I appreciate you two helping me sort out my love life, I don't. What makes you think she's alive? Is she though? Oh, right. What makes you think she's on the ship? Uh, pneumonia told me. She's been hanging out on the Albatross's bridge. On the who's what? Oh, the Albatross has her own bridge. On level 11, I think. Uh, unless we don't have one of those, like 94. She does not have her own bridge. Only captains have bridges, and I'm the captain, so all the bridges are mine. You had an only child, weren't you? Shut up. How did she get back on the ship? Dunno, but someone must have opened an airlock for her. Olivia! Olivia! Why isn't she answering? Olivia's in solid form, remember? I don't think she's everywhere anymore. That's a problem. We need a captain. Excuse me? Not a captain. I mean just, uh, someone in charge. How is that better? The Albatross is alive and on this ship. My god, that's wonderful. Ooh, what's wonderful? Hello. Hello. What? That's what's wonderful. The aloe lotion, it works. I put a little on his hand. See? Ugh, that is so creepy. It's just a hand floating in the air. Obviously holding a martini. Naturellement. Aviator. Precisely. Precocious, but serviceable. My thoughts exactly. My god, would you all just shut up? I hate banter. I thought banter was supposed to be funny. Someone's breakfast is ready. Ooh, perhaps it is mine. Aww. Nothing is here. I'm trying to find that little Olivia. If you're looking for the captain, I'm right here. Oh, heck no. Just a silly, trivial little question, Sal. No point involving the captain. Oh, <laughs> well, in that case, uh, we were just going to go find her. Oh, come on! Pay attention! This is odd. <gasps> Unless the refrigerator is trying to kill us with the ice and the slippery. Captain, I don't think we should let our guest know about the albatross being alive just yet. You don't trust your wife? In order for Donna to be my wife, she must have survived a 10,000 foot fall. Oh, so you think maybe she bumped her head and now she's evil. Bumped her head? <sighs> Every day I'm more astonished by my continued existence. Aw, thanks, Colin. What? Look, Captain, I'm saying there's still someone in a pod in Pod Bay 3, who looks very like my wife. Uh-huh. You have no idea what I'm getting at, do you? No. Could Donna be a robot? Like the Albatross? Oh, oh, right. The Albatross would be able to tell us, so maybe we should introduce them. Oh, hell. What? What? If Donna's a robot, she's probably been able to hear this entire conversation. <laughs> what do you beep if you have nothing to say? <gasps> My god! Do you think she heard us? Oh, I can't tell. Minnesotans have such poker faces. You ever have those days when you wish you were still back in your pod? You've had days when you didn't? Okay, I think we bring Donna with us to the Albatross's uh, general area. We need answers. 
And the Albatross can protect us. You, I mean. I, I don't need protection. Right. So, Donna, if that is your real name. Oh, heck no. But it'll do for now. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, we've just learned that the Albatross is alive and on the ship. <gasps> Mon Dieu! Alive? Alive. <clears throat> uh, we'd like you to meet her, Donna. And we're pretty sure Olivia's with her. Ready-ho! And just FYI, I can hear the air quotes. Look! Colin's got a whole right arm. Ooh! Ooh. Oh, oh, no. That's horrible. From behind, you can see the whole cross-section of bone and muscle and everything. Oh, yuck. Either do all of him or none. Uh, Sorry, this little bottle doesn't hold much. Next time, I'll do his face. So we can look through the back of his head? Ew. No thanks. Ooh, we could fill up Joe's bucket and dunk his whole head in. No, thank you. Can we go meet this albatross now? Hang on. Before we go, do you have any weapons on you? I was just going to ask that. But you didn't, did you? If you'd let me wedge in a sentence now and again. Did one of the swamp eagles fly to their backside this morning or what? You're even more I'm the cottony than usual. I am not, and that's an order. Weapons? Like what, for instance? Now there is no toast. This kitchen is very unkind, I think. Wait. Crap. Seriously? The Bichon Frise is the only one paying attention? Ingrid? What's that supposed to mean? She has a point, Captain. You are a bit overly concerned about rank all of a sudden. She's trying to protect her crew and passengers. That's what you have to do when you have the ultimate responsibility. You go on, Captain. Thank you. Ultimate responsibility? If I thought Madeline was responsible for anything more than telling Olivia to point the ship at the blue stuff and try not to hit any of the big rocks, I'd pitch myself out of the airlock now and take my chances. Excuse me? She didn't mean it like it sounded. Is that right? What part of, if Madeline was really in charge, I'd kill myself, am I failing to understand? Ah, well, uh, never mind. Are you trying to communicate, Monsieur Le Gripin? What do you wish to say? Well, this is a lovely conundrum. Communicate with the least trusty person aboard the ship, or don't communicate at all. Oh, hang on. Flashbacks! What day did I voice the appliances? Uh, damn it. I don't have my calendar with me. Think! Think! They don't have any weapons. Shall we? Before this gets uglier than that time the avalanche tried to poach Zach Parisi the Fourth from the wild? I don't recognize you anymore. Ditto. But then there's not much of you to see. Yes, I remember! Oh, where's the flashback sound effect? Uh, Damn it! Look, I'm just saying that stick up your arse seems to be growing more branches, that's all. That's all? What the hell, Jesse? I'd expect you of all people to know what these captain's bars mean. I do know. Which is why I don't think you should be wearing them. What? Oh, that sounded bad. We should go now. This has been brewing since Jesse came aboard. Frankly, they need to have this conversation. Fortunately, we're in one of the kitchens, so there aren't any sharp objects. Oh, sure. I'm all for clearing the air and that. But I really think we need to go talk to the albatross. I don't like it when my captains fight. There's, There's only, only one, one captain, captain here. here. 
that was cool. Maybe we should unplug the electronics? No! Almost got it! What are you trying to say to me, Mr. Toastperson? You don't have the training, you don't have the experience, you don't have the temper. You're only a captain because someone set you on that seat like putting a toddler in a high chair. You're jealous. You're jealous because your ship blew up and mine is still in one piece. More or less. It's in one piece because we're flying a load of evil aliens home like some sort of interstellar uber, only slightly less evil. It has not to do with you. Let's go. Oh, yes, got it. Okay, so, talk into the mic. But try not to be too close, right? Oh, yes, it worked. Huh? Here's the script. Just read the lines you've got here. Sure, fine, just press record. Let me adjust the pop screen. Uh, I'm a professionally trained elocutionist? Yeah. What you do in your spare time ain't my problem, Jack. I thought we got you from Fiverr. Uh, six months from now, I will be a professionally trained elocutionist. As long as you wash your hands after, I really don't care. Chet, you ready? Ready, Brett. Check, check. I say check, check, not you. Look, never mind. Just hit record. And action. Bichon Frise, listen to me. Who's he talking to? That's not on the script. And isn't it freeze? Olive oil. It's olive oil that repels the plants. Maybe it kills them. I, I don't know. There are olives on level 94. Yeah, cut. Dude, that is so not the script. Like, this isn't your improv troupe, man. Right, Brett? <laughs> Totes. Totally. LOL. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I just have to hope it gets through. Ouch! Let go of my hands! Oh, you betcha. Soon as we're out of here. Let's go, kids. I thought you said you had no weapons. It's not really a weapon, is it? It's so small. I wouldn't use this to butter my pancakes ordinarily, but it'll do. Oh, everybody, right the heck now. No, wait. Bichon Frise, listen to me. Olive oil. It's olive oil that repels the plants. Maybe it kills them. I, I don't know. There are olives on level 94. Damn. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's log, star date. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp pooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any link subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. He's coming back around. Finally, he's been out for like six episodes. What? Help me get him up off the floor. Doc, are you Okay. Doc? Oh, what has happened here? You passed out. How do you feel? I, I have no idea. 
I've only been awake for ten seconds, and most of those were, ooh, catch me, oh, a bit fuzzy. Doctor, you had this bottle of decongestant in your pocket. Did I? Oh, yes. Ah, oh, my sinuses are very clear. This is good. Could the decongestant have caused you to pass out? Hmm. It is possible. Though I uh, have been tinkering with my shaving foam, I really shouldn't tinker so much. Hang on. You got that bottle from Donna, didn't you? Donna? Colin's wife? Hmm? Yes, Liebchen. I believe you are correct. Didn't she also give a bunch of bottles of lotion to Colin? Yes. To make him visible. But she's his wife. Surely her intentions are only to be of assistance to him. Ah, yes. You don't know this bit. Donna, or whomever she is, isn't Glenda. Uh, Your sister? No, the other Glenda. I thought you were the other Glenda. (sighs) No, I'm the robot copy of the first Glenda. Cullen's wife is the second Glenda. Do keep up. So, who is she? Or who isn't she? Is who? <laughs> I'm very confused. She's not Colin's wife. And you are. No, not yet. Hush. <laughs> uh, Good God, we need a flowchart. Tell me about the bottles. What if those lotions also have other effects? She does seem to know a lot about what's going on on this ship, including Dr. Von Habazetzer's olive. Maybe she's here to take away Colin's powers? Woo! Could she do that, Doc? Hmm. I am unsure. Oh, sure she could. But would she? Oh, for God's sake. Is there a traffic cop out there just ushering people in? Well, welcome to my bridge. It's not your bridge. Really? That's your first priority, is it? For God's sake, Leet, you're blocking the door. I'm across the room. And yet... <laughs> there are many more pretty lights in here than the other stinky, crunch-smelling bridge. What the hell is everyone doing here? And wow, this bridge is way nicer than mine. Well, you're welcome to it, Captain. It's gotten a bit crowded lately. What are you doing alive? You say that as if it offends you. I don't like wasting grief. What a distinctly odd thing to say. But thank you for grieving. Okay, everybody shut up and sit down. Liebfrau Milch. Dang, Greg, what the heck did you have for lunch? <coughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know, know what's, what's going, going on. on. How many events do you have, me? I don't know. I'm a bomb. <coughs> How many do zebras normally have? Just the <coughs> usual eight. What the hell? Uh, Captain? Captains? Craig, let me in! Right. I guess that just leaves us MCCACEC folks, hey? Was that entirely necessary? I'm not singing the fight song again. Ha! Ah, you were always the one to insist when there was a pretty co-ed in the audience. When Fräulein Donna, I have a bone to be picking with you. It was the quickest way to get everyone together, while making sure none of you blew my cover. And, uh, why exactly are you under the covers? Mm? In my experience, there are many unpleasant things under the covers. Well, maybe you should stop eating sausages so close to bedtime. Uh, uh? Oh, heck. Who's this guy again? 
So both captains, Leet, Colin, and an assassin are unconscious. But we've got two docks and two Glendas. She's not a Glenda. Are you? Hang on, I'll tell you. Go on, Greg. Finish the exposition bet. Doctors Theo and Von Hobbits, that's her. Donna, whoever she is. Albatross and me still awake. I'm feeling a little alarmed here. No disrespect. It's all right, Greg. What did you mean? You're a bomb? He was in a cal. Or a Paco. You made one of the Pacos sentient? I know, I know. I shouldn't think, Al. This ship wasn't supposed to have an apocalypse device, so I uh, put in a little insurance. Uh, I already explained that. My group thought it would destroy the ship if it couldn't make it back to Earth. Your group. <laughs> Split out. Shut up. You held me. It's all right. We're all MCCACEC here. Yeah, I know the doctor here is, but I don't know the rest of you. Before I landed on the Oz-9, I was Mrs. Sheffield's... assistant. Or something. She kept me out of sight. Ah, there were rumors. But Glenda wasn't copied until fairly recently. So if you were with Mrs. Sheffield, I don't see how you could be Glenda's copy. So... I'm... not Scottish. I thought that was a euphemism for robot. Why would you think that? And I was a student at MCCACEC. Sometimes rumored to be the best student ever. Though I wouldn't want to blow my own skull mine. But I was through and out before any of you came in from the field. What's a skull? Oh, it's kind of like a short lure. Ah. So, mine colleagues und students. We are now all revealed to one another. What happens next? Next, you listen to your damn kitchen appliances. Sorry, sorry. Frustration. These people are making me nuts. A quick recap, then. Jesse, Madeline, Lebichon Frise, Leet, and Colin are all unconscious on the floor of the Albatross's Brit... Uh, general area, victims of the unwitting and unwilling Greg. Dr. Theo Brome, Dr. Von Habesetzer, the Albatross, Donna, and the unwitting and unwilling Greg are all still awake, as apparently being associated with MCCACEC means having some sort of immunity. Whatever the case, plans are clearly afoot and a hoof. Really should have gone with the ice maker. Colin always pays attention to the ice maker. You've been listening to Bonnie Brantley as Jesse and Donna, Richard Cowan as Leet, Tim Sherburn as Colin, Aaron Clark as Lebichon Frise, Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline, June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, Kevin Hall as Greg, David S. Deer as Dr. Theo Rome, Eric Perry as Dr. Von Habesetzer, with special guests Greg Yim as Chet and Daryl Schnell as Brett. I'm Richard Nadolny, your narrator. A gentle reminder that you can support us by buying merch at our TeePublic and Etsy stores or joining our Patreon. You can find links to all of the above at our website, oz-9.com. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think I'm getting something. 
are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary. I just don't want to do it anymore. Just together with me. Radio check. Who's this? I didn't do it. You never do anything. We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit. I am not doing it on purpose. Stop. Stop. Oh, God. I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.